podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us. Uh, Before we get started today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine in the market. I've said this multiple times. We own three of them. I want a fourth and a fifth. Hey, AD's listening to me. But um, they're so great. Um, They work so well. They're so easy to set up. I think my record is 37 seconds or 32 seconds to set it up. Um, But mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $450 off. Mention Coach Collins. They'll take good care of you and also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better it's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches everything you need from a from a nationally ranked um you know we won three state titles um i think the we were just talking recently um you know we've won over 460 games in our program and lost 130 over the last 20 years and i think we know the secret sauce to be successful the roadmap what it takes on and off the court. So go over and check it out um, and enjoy the podcast. Bye. So you can always get all the big thing I noticed too, is with uh, teach hoops is you've been developing some courses that gear around a lot of big hot topics around the basketball world, which I think is awesome. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, coach Morgan and I just finished, he worked, uh, what was it? Um, Oh, quick hitter. So there's one that's going to come up in the next week or so. It's just how to, how to pick your plays. Like, how do you pick a quick hitter? How do you pick something? And he, he, it's great. The PowerPoint kind of breaks it down into little pieces. Like, are you looking for a pick? Are you looking for an ISO? Are you looking for all that? Yeah. The other, the, the first two that we put up this year were um, picking offense, picking a defense, which I don't think people think about. I think they just pick something. Um, so I think those are good to kind of delve into. And then what I was talking about last week with um, kind of building a program. I'm doing that in kind of three pieces. I'm doing a preseason one and then I'm doing a season one, things that I do during the season and then a postseason one. And the postseason one you're going to love because I have some video of my son and I postseason meeting from last year. <laughs> so he'll have graduate, he'll be done playing at that point. So I feel like I can put it up. Um, so it's kind of seeing how I communicate with my players. So that'll be good. And I, he gave me permission to do that. So that was good. Um, it was, yeah. So those will be all coming up. All right. So go check that part two of our four, uh, four part series of preseason. Uh, we're going to be talking about preseason logistics. So it's basically everything that, uh, needs to be taken care of besides X's and O's. All right. And, uh, so that it's a very big list. And honestly, if you haven't gotten a lot of that stuff done by the time listening to this podcast, you really need to start putting in acceleration. You're, you're, to- you're toast. Yeah. And especially uh, the commitment in what you do within your program. You know, if you're a young coach and you're like infused in the youth program and all these other things, which you know, Steve and I have been in those situations where we are embedded in everything and we right. obviously we learn how to delegate. But, you know, when you're starting out, you're, you're involved in everything. Uh, what are you doing? How are you handling? Are you making sure all those things are taken care of? And basically the goal of this podcast today is to kind of help you through that and make sure you have all your uh, your T's crossed. So I think I'm a big checklist guy. Um, yes. And like I've already moved, I've already gotten, I've already got all the administrative stuff because I coach volleyball, which in Wisconsin goes in the fall where football goes and then goes right into basketball. So I literally have all my buses planned already. I have all the nine, I basically have 
most of my administrative stuff already done um, for the year. You know, I've already figured out when we're going to have our meeting, when we're going to do um, youth night, when we're going to do parent night or senior night, when we're going to do this. So, you know, I've already been you can't wait until the season starts to have those kind of communications or those kind of checklists. So in the only way, and I, and I'm, you know, I, I've got one, maybe I'll pop it down in the show notes that I've used. The problem is, is like my list might be a little bit different than your list, depending on your state and your school. You know, maybe you have to do something with your booster club, or maybe you have to do something with cleaning out your locker, setting up your lockers or setting up your uniforms or how do you, whatever. So I think everybody's a little different. If it's your first year <laughs> or you're thinking of becoming a head coach, I would, I would start a checklist now. Um, and especially in your first year, you'll, there will be things that will happen that you will not expect to happen that you forgot the extra battery for the camera, or you didn't bring an extension cord and they don't have one at the school you're at, or, your player forgot their tennis shoes. What are you going to do? Every contingency, everything has to be have a list and a counter list. Um, and that and preseason is probably just as important as during the season. So start the list now, and it's going to grow probably over the next couple of years in your coaching career, is my opinion. Um, I mean, how do you do it, coach? I mean, I, I delegate a lot of this now, so I don't – I mean, I'm not – I'm a huge person of – reflecting on things that have gotten in the way or learning how to be more proactive and getting that stuff done early on in the summer. Just because I'm a teacher, it's a great time to get a lot of the logistics stuff out of the way. Yes. So I like to front load all that stuff and be done with that. I think also parents and players appreciate that when you have all those things in place before the season even starts. Right. Because we are all busy people. And I right. think you earn a lot of respect with your administrators the other coaches that are connected to your program and your players and parents, when you have all those dates set, everybody wants to be going to parents night. Everybody wants to be involved. In those right. things, but I mean, those dates sooner. people are busy people, you know, right. You and the first, the first week I haven't figured out how to do it on Google, like share the Google calendar, but basically right. I type it up and give them. So it's funny because the, the volleyball practice schedule is a front and back of an eight and a half by 11. When I hand them the, basketball one it's like two and a half pages because it's a long season but i tell them when every practice is going to be like every practice here it is i'm handing it to you i'm sending it to you i'm giving it to you like i said i haven't figured out the google thing to share it via google calendar yet but here it is all the things that you need so you know um yeah yeah and the the players know that when they come up to me the day before practice and say oh i'm going to go visit you know, Bo Young, you, and we have practice. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, I know when the ACT is. Everybody I built is. T is. I built practice around the ACT. Right. But you telling me the day before, I can't, I can't work the schedule. I'm more than, I'm more than willing to work with you, but I gave you the schedule in November and you're telling me this in January. Now things happen. People, you know, there's deaths, there's things like that, but you knew about this, like whatever, three weeks ago or your dentist appointment, whatever you, you, you should be working with that rather than me. Cause I gave it to you three months ago kind of thing. Uh, I think a leader is very good when they are constantly over communicating and having things planned ahead. Yeah. Um, it, 
it alleviates a lot of stress later on in the season. And uh, I just think you earn a lot of respect from people if you can do that. It just shows how much you're committed to being organized and wanting to be successful. I think being successful starts with planning and getting things done. And right. And I think that I think you hit the key word there was commitment. I'm yep. committed to your guys. Like they're my guys for four months or five months. I, they're my guys. I spent a lot of time with them and I'm committing all this time. You know, like I've told people, I make more work in a quick trip than I would coaching. Um, so I'm not doing it for to get rich. Or your your schedule early on. I mean, people look at it and there's something that you missed. More likely someone's going to let you know that sooner and you can make be able to make adjustments. Because right. you know what? Sometimes communication is lost. Well, there's you know, 10 guys in the, the choir in the choir on your varsity team and they have a choir concert on Monday. You can't do a late practice. Right. You have to change it. But you like right. you wait till the week before. That's on you. You know what I right. mean? So, right. That's yeah, we've had, we've had, we've had band concerts. We've had all sorts of things come up. It's like, right. But if, if, if I'm giving the, there's all, there's usually a solution, a creative solution if you know about it, but that's where that preseason list, you got to overthink, think people. That's what I'm telling you as a coach, this being high school hoops, a lot of high school hoops coaches are also teachers. You have to overthink this stuff. <laughs> um, you have to overthink. Bus times, I think bus times are huge. Arrival and dismissal times. Yep. Um, because, you know, sometimes people may think that this is a good time to leave. But as a coach, especially if it's your first year, you're not going to understand as much. So you have to do some research. All right. So if I don't know how long it takes to get from here, I got to look this on Google Maps. I got to ask questions. Right. Because you need to look at all those things because that makes a huge difference. If you're going to be playing at seven o'clock and you arrive there at six thirty. that puts you at a huge disadvantage already right um, before the starts. right and i and i and you i still ask my ad hey i think we need to get out of seventh hour for we need to get out 15 minutes early for this one it will get us here at this time what do you think and then him and i will bounce it off because you, you know it, it and i've been doing i could just pump it in it's like ooh, i just want to I, I always like to talk it through with somebody it's like are we sure this is a good time are we there too early are we there too late you know um you know all those things especially with where we are in the midwest in the winter and there's weather and there's you know we're, we're by basically an interstate when we jump on the belt line you know are we going to hit traffic when we're leaving are we not going to hit traffic so it's like overthink thing people and and what we're talking about is the logistical stuff you know you can't order your th your 20 basketballs two weeks beforehand or <laughs> figure out what, how you're going to do tryouts the day before practice starts right you, know, you got to communicate that with the players it's going right. to be out there for parents to see people want to know all those things in advance right you, you got to have all that stuff out there because you're you're you're, you're going to make it easier on yourself um, as those things arise. Okay, so so all of you that are panicking and listening to this now, it will be okay. Take three deep breaths, <laughs> and then go join teachhoops.com. There you go. I'll help you. And, and then learn how to delegate. Because and learn how. Yes, that's actually more important. Learn how to delegate. Because Absolutely. start your list. What what I would do is uh, some people do it with post its I do it on a whiteboard. I just go brain dump. I go literally into my room on a Saturday morning and I just brain dump. Um, my assistant coach and I did that about some offensive stuff that we're thinking about doing this season and some different things. And we went in a couple of days ago and we just sat there for 30 minutes and we were just brain dumping and, and probably a third of it got thrown out. It was horrible, but we're just like, we should do this. We should think about this. We should do this. And then by the time we were done and we looked at our weight, it was like, Ooh, this could be really good. Um, 
So you got to do, the, so you got to do the same thing administratively. Um, you know, start a category, buses, start a category, uniform, start a category, you know, um, how are you doing? You know, how are you going to do cuts or try you know, all the administrative things that you need to do before, cause it's preseason, all the things that you need to do before that first day. Um, you can't worry about having the basketball ski. Is your gym available for tryouts at 6 a.m. if you're doing early morning? Whatever it is, you got to have all those ducks in a row. So over-communicate and over-plan is what I'm telling you. I agree. Okay. Anything else, Coach? Do we have a uh, – uh, Full timeout. Uh, so sometimes I want to use this as an opportunity to look at different offenses and defenses, a, a strength and weakness of, of, of whatever I decide to pick. Today is what is one strength and one weakness of the dribble drive offense in your opinion? Oh, dribble drive. Um, so strength, um, if, you, if you're a guard-based team it's, and you can attack the rim, it's, 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 there's some hard rotations on that. I think that's a strength. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, it's kind of a dying – it's a little bit of a dying thing right now, the dribble drive. I think people are putting the dribble drive into other things. Um, you know, I think, it has, I think it has some merits. It, it, again, depends on the team. So as far as a weakness goes – um, I, I, I see it as really hard to find five high school kids that can run the dribble drive effectively, um, or four. And then the, you know, the guy op, the, the block opposite. Um, so I think that from, from a high school standpoint, I think that's what makes it hard. I think they think they can all dribble. Um, but <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I, I think of somebody in our league that had, you know, a couple of division one guys and another great play, but then it was number four, number five that caused the problem with the dribble drive. It wasn't those three, right? Those three could do it. So I think that's a weakness for that offense at this level. Um, you know, if you're a college coach and you're recruiting those kind of guys, I think it's much easier. I would say the, the one thing I like is it does emphasize opportunities for three pointers. I think that is, uh, we talked about how that is effective. You know, you got to make shots. It's an, an offense that is built around you getting to the rim, which is huge, and then creating three pointers. But one th- what I don't like about it is there's not a lot of off the ball movement. And I don't like um, the ball movement tends to be stagnated a lot of the time. I mean, ball movement passing is, um, it seems a lot of dribble and a lot of standing around. And I, I think sometimes you got to have five guys that can be able to run, which kind of similar to what you talked about as well. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and it will work. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you can run anything, and it will work if you have the right personnel for it. But um, but that's another topic we'll talk about later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. All right, perfect. Next All week, right, coach. Thanks, coach. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, review, do whatever you got to do. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great Sports Social Podcast Network.